Here you go, Mo. Uh, tea for you. Uh, coffee for Chrissy. Uh, where's, uh, where's Augusta? Oh, she found a piano in the lounge carriage. She's having a whale of a time. She's charming the well-to-do with a tune or two and enjoying being out there again. Good for her. This trip's supposed to be all about kicking back. I'm tempted to go and have a sing-along myself. It's a shame I can't smoke on this train, though. Why, I think you're smoking wherever you are, my dear. Are you sure we can afford to take the time off? I mean, the Tories are still burning things to the ground while Labour's head is firmly in the Brexit sand. Shouldn't we keep doing the show to keep on top of this? Haven't we said it all already, though? This is the finale of season three. At this point, how could anyone not know what the Tories represent? How can anyone with a hint of honesty and integrity deny the damage of leaving the EU? They're openly pitching the Nazi branding of national conservatism, while Starmer goose steps away from his promises. Then the strange Mel show should not be for turning. Look, we'll do a special if something drastic comes up, or if we get snap election, but for now, let's regroup and take advantage of these tickets that Doc got for our leisurely jaunt around Europe. Yeah, but it's a shame the price has doubled by, you know, having to reserve seats and adding a UK connection. Having a lighter wallet to carry around is hardly what I'd call a Brexit benefit. So, what's the big idea for the season finale? I thought we might flip the Ramona label, use this trip as an inspiration for a positive argument for rejoining the EU. Maybe make it a travel log. We could each record our experiences and see what we get. That's a great idea. Chrissy, don't fall for it. It's just another long, drawn-out way of reusing that old dictaphone joke, isn't it? Uh, no. So what have you really got planned? Planned? <laughs> well, I, um... How are you? Uh, tickets, please. Oh, right. Uh, aha, here you go. Oh, thank you, sir. Mo, you can't leave writing the finale to the last minute. I thought you'd been trying to do long story arcs this season. I have, but I can't resolve any Brexit storylines when we're still waiting for the impossible, for it to get done or for someone to make it work. Is this vacation going to be longer than 90 days, sir? No, no, don't worry. Uh, we of all people know we don't have the freedom of movement to stay any longer than that. Um. Can you tell me, when do we get to Euro Disney? Oh, sorry, sir. We don't take the UK passengers there anymore. What? The main problem remains the same. That Brexit is an unsolvable crime scene plagued with unsubstantiated rumours and murmurs. Then let's put a bit of work into it while we've nothing else to do on this train. Let's go over the case files of all those scandals again and remind people of how bad Brexit the Tories and, I'm sorry to say, the opposition are. Thank you, sir. Have these back. That all seems in order. Cheers. I'm glad something is. I've forgotten what that was like. Oh, well, you do seem to be having a time of it over there. Still, ah, wishing a pleasant journey to you all. I'll be on my way. We can't keep going over the same ground. We just did a Covid recap and I don't want the last episode to be just another highlights reel. Well, we have to do something to cap things off, to end with a bang. Oh, will both of you chill out, please? This is supposed to be a restful holiday. 
I won't be able to get any sleep with you two going on at each other at the volume turned up to 11. Sorry, Doc. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. I'm just saying that if you want to solve this mystery then, for me, instead of shouting, make it a... Murmur of the Strange Mall Express! Poirot. It's jolly exciting to be returning back to Blighty. I feel we've been in this sleeper carriage forever. Indeed, Hastings. Although, who can tell what more adventures lie ahead for us on this Orient Express before the journey's end? Eh, mon ami? Uh, tickets, please, gentlemen. Tickets, please. Ah, but of course. Eh, voila, monsieur. Oh, thank you. I wonder... Could you tell us how long we have left until we reach England? England? I'm sorry, sir, but this train doesn't go to England anymore. Good heavens! Zutalor! No, we changed the route because of the big murder. Murder? What murder? Someone, or perhaps something, killed the UK economy and covered the corpse with a thousand scandals. Oh, it's a huge mystery as to what the cause is so quickly after the glory of completing Brexit, or so the papers say. For God's sake, Poirot, we've got to get back there and solve this riddle. Our country needs us, man. Uh, um, Belgian, mon ami. Well, yes, I know, but, well, you know, we don't treat you like a foreigner. Oh, really? Well, I know you've met the odd rude old lady... But the rest of us all know you're one of the good ones, right? I mean, you try and fit in with the other chaps. Fit in? Hastings, are you bland? Poirot does not try to fit in. Poirot is nothing if he is not pure Poirot. Of course, of course. But you are wealthy. And a proper egghead, too. We can always use a chap with a bit upstairs in both senses. Hmm. Well, I suppose that is true. England's shores have been a friendly home to you, old boy. You've got to help. Let me hear the detail of this pathological puzzle. Tell me, sir, what do you know of this Brexit murder that has occurred? Well, sir, there's rumours that a lot of people have made killing from the moment it happened, and that the criminals haven't stopped taking contracts out for one another, even when the bodies were piled high around them. My word! Why hasn't anything been done? Ah, that's another layer to the mystery, sir. There's been many a report concluding foul play has occurred and a metric ton of evidence with various villains' fingerprints all over it. But not one arrest has been made. I should like to see this evidence, monsieur. Oh, it's readily available, sir. Google Carol Cadwallader to start with. Here you go. A woman journalist? I say, not now, Hastings. Our priority must be to get back to London. I keep telling you, we don't go there anymore. 
The closest I can get you to is Calais. Then Calais, it shall be. Yes, this is perfect, Poirot. If you remember, I won gold at the Coxless Pears at Eton. If we grab a dinghy, I'll have us looking up at the White Cliffs of Dover before tea time. I'll send a telegram ahead to let the authorities know that you're coming. Merci, monsieur. I am sure we will welcome their warm hospitality. And pochance, a drink by that time, eh? Too right. Tell them to have a touch of the strong stuff ready to go for my Belgian buddy here. I'll tell them to be dramatic, sir. <laughs> eh? The police should know. Poirot will implement every part of his brain to explore the demise of the economy. They should prepare for the little grey cells of this egghead, as you say, Hastings, huh? Look, old chap, I didn't mean anything by that. Bring the strong stuff. Little grey cell. Prepare for egghead. Got it. Anything else, sirs? No, merci. Please, leave now. Oh, all right, right. I say, Hercule, you dismissed him a bit sharpish there. Don't you trust him? These are dangerous times, Hastings, and until we know all of the facts, everyone is a suspect, even you. Me? How can this be my fault? I'm just an aging white chap, a real patriot. There is, at this time, a great deal of hypocrisy. Honorable hypocrisy. Hypocrisy undertaken pour le bon motif, c'est entendu. But nevertheless, hypocrisy. Well, how long until we know who done it? Patience, Hastings. I think there is either a shocking reveal coming with a big twist, or it will end in death, in denial. Tickets, ladies and gentlemen, please, tickets. For goodness sake, this is supposed to be a quiet carriage. We booked it specifically for the interview. Now you'll have to wait because we're going live in ten, nine, eight... Uh, so, sorry, I'll come back later. Sorry, sorry. Five, four... You're listening to GB News, going live for the brain dead. Good morning, I'm Laura Groomsturds, and today I'm joined by the Health Minister, Steve Barclay. Hello. Mr Barclay, you recently took the extraordinary decision to go from applauding our NHS heroes during Covid to taking them to court for asking for their fair reward. Is this government clapped out? Let me start by saying nobody values nurses more than we do. Really? Yes, we're going to make a fortune selling off their private data to Plantair, just like we will with yours. Okay, but having won the court case to stop strike action, do you not feel you've lost the hearts and minds of the nation? I think the public will agree that nurses need patients to treat more than patients need nurses to treat them. What? That's nonsense. How will people be cured of their ailments? Uh, 
I hear the king is a very big advocate of homeopathy, and I believe there's a real opportunity to grasp the advances in crystal therapy technology. Not many people will be convinced by this crystal-gripping nonsense. Oh, nonsense, is it? I suggest you look at how long the Queen lasted and she was dripping in gems. Could that not have been down to her vast, accumulated inherited wealth and power? I'm not sure I understand the premise of your question. Of course you don't. Going back to the nurses, aren't your promises to them as empty as a Nightingale Hospital ward? This government has a duty to reduce the risk of harm, which is why we are following up this action with further restrictions in areas that worry the general public. Such as? Well, social media posts would indicate any initiative we try or any policy we implement causes considerable distress to the electorate. Indeed it does. Which is why I'm announcing today that we shall be taking Parliament to court in order to ban all MPs from doing any work. Could you explain that strategy a bit more? Look at Covid, for example. Every time we tried something like sending patients with Covid to care homes or the Eat Out to Help Out scheme, more people died unnecessarily than if we'd done nothing. Mm, that is true, I suppose. Even we knew that we were totally fucking hopeless and said as much. Why do you think we started having parties? It was safer than being at our desk trying out a new idea. But why should you be paid for doing nothing while nurses are working all hours for substandard pay? Think of it as a holding fee or a deposit. Only you won't get it back or ever see the thing you were waiting for. And yet you intend to spend over five billion on filling potholes? That's right. How do you justify that? We have to bury the evidence of our crimes and the useless PPE somewhere, and what would be more fitting than mixing it in with a bit of hardcore for the robes ahead? How about some tar and feathers for the cabinet? <sighs> Moving on, let me try another way to reach you. Knowing that you are guaranteed to lose the next general election, why not give the nurses everything they want and leave Labour with the problem of balancing the books? You could be enjoying a respite from the pressure in your final hours to finish off whatever dodgy deals you have in the pipeline. No, 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 no. We are not falling for that one again. What do you mean? You know that we really didn't want Brexit to happen. It's been a nightmare that we've been waiting for the opposition to save us from for a long time. We've worked really hard in the last few years to make ourselves unelectable. And we're not going to wreck that now. So you don't want to win? No one does. Why else would Starmer oppose rejoining the single market? Why do you think we're rebranding with national conservatism? To make it easier for the electorate to make the Nazi connection and be scared away. Then why have a career in politics at all? How else are people as ugly as us going to get a media profile and a celebrity jungle payout? 
I think you will find this revelation is going to cause a national alarm. In fact, if you pull that emergency cord, we can test the system now. It's not working. No one's getting the warning message you're trying to put out. Let's go back over to the studio to see if we can find out what's broken. Something's gone wrong again. Hi, Laura. It's Hucker Duxon here in the studio. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you that Channel's making some cutbacks and, well, BG News is letting you go. What? It's tough, I know. My agents just handed me this information that my contract's been cancelled with immediate effect too. Wait, what? Why? Well, after someone sued the shit out of Rupert Murdoch for making up election lies, a lot of media channels are getting worried about being held to account because it might cost them some money. Given how many journalists in the UK helped spread the vote-leave lies, the BG News moguls have decided to start shedding their criminal liabilities. Oh no, what are we going to do? As established liars, there's only one thing we can do. Run to be an MP so we never get criminally prosecuted for anything and only have to sit on the sidelines for six months if we get fired for a scandal. Uh, excuse me, but I might have to take you to court for that. Why? This country is dependent on the gaslight supply being maintained. Without its mind-altering influence, people might see the engorged Tory worms and their warped ideas for what they are. The spite must flow. We're doomed. I say, Poirot, I know things are tense with this investigation, but it's a bit early to start drinking, isn't it, old boy? We are not here to party, mon ami. This is no Covid Cobra meeting, no. Poirot is here to listen to the hopping mad crowd for the hearsay, the rumor, and the elusive je ne sais pas, eh? Gotcha. Ears front, stand to attention. No, mon ami. We must blend in, be the water that moves between the reeds. We'll be bumping into the Oliver reeds looking at this lot. Everyone is hammered. I understand it, though. It is safer than drinking the shitty water. I say, there's a gal about to do a tune on the piano. Let's go in for a closer listen. Can it be? Why, Estings, we are in luck. That gal, as you say, is none other than Augusta Lees. It is she who may provide us with a clue as to the demise of the UK that we so desperately need. Good show! Liz lived in a house, a very big house in the country. Making slippers and sheets, different party gate feats in the country. Took all manner of pills, part up 12k bills in the country. Oh, it's like an animal farm, lots of trussy charm, what a country. The burly had his inquiry, but no remorse was shown. 
I think we can say that our latest efforts have been a great success. I can't wait to get to the Horizon Science Funding Fair to submit our data. After all of our previous failures to solve the Brexit conundrum, I'm convinced that this is the way. I still don't see how we qualify for any of this bounty, sir. Ah, these are the people of science, and the data speaks for itself. Labour desperately needed boots on the ground to storm troops across the land for the May local elections, and have provided them with a clone army necessary to capture a huge amount of territory. Uh, are you sure that shouldn't be the territories, sir? What do you mean? Uh, it's just that the basic DNA we used to create the clones came from our old supply cupboard. Well, of course it did. We couldn't get any fresh blood through the customs in time. Uh, but, sir, the talent pool was so thin, we got this trust, and the last time we dipped into it... Uh, how will these red clones be any different to the ones that we had that were out of control? Ah, it's fine. These units offer basic duties, not leadership. As soon as we have them execute Order World Cup 66 at the local level, their patriotism will kill off any hope of net gains for anyone else. But that's my point, sir. I worry these stormtroopers, as you call them, won't be able to hit any target, especially when their leader is choking left, right and centre. The leader is fine. Never question the leader. Sorry, Master. The Stormabot is built for this new reality is infallible. I've combined elements from all of the previous Prime Monster incarnations to create the perfect candidate to win a general election. All of them? Yes, he can spin like Blair. Talk like the big society dream like Cameron, have his cakeism and eat it like me, and ignore the basic economic common sense like Truss. Phew! I thought for a minute you put some Boris in there. Of course I did. Have you not noticed he's broken every single pledge he made in the Labour leadership election? But, sir, you said that you'd try out the new honesty and integrity drive that we've been working on together. That's in the trash along with bringing in PR and saving the NHS. But, sir... A ticket, please, gentlemen. Hey, what's going on in there? Igor, quickly, grab him. No one must interrupt our plans. Hey! Gotcha. What should we do with him, sir? Encase him in carbonite and leave him on the sidelines the next time we break. Very good, sir. Hey, you can't just push aside the working man like this. I'm a union member for a start. It seems we ignore what the unions and membership call for more and more each day. Are you certain we have planned this out correctly? Of course. 
You read out the text on telegram we received from the Labour brief star with the mission details yourself. Uh, uh, hmm. I remember it clearly. You said, one, get the Tory out. Two, stop Labour values emerging. Three, stop case for rejoin becoming clear. Four, stop proportional representation becoming policy. And five was just stop. To be honest, I thought the last one was a little vague. So, that wasn't a text on Telegram. That was actually a telegram. What? I said I could get the Tories out. Stop. Labour values emerging. Stop. Case for rejoin becoming clear. Stop. Proportional representation becoming policy. Stop. So you're saying I've created another criminally bad batch instead of a man to law again? I'm afraid that's about the way of it, sir. Yes. What are you going to do? He's programmed to get a mandate. I can't just pull the plug on him like he's a BBC football commentator. I'm not sure we can do anything, sir. It's only a matter of time before the cat is out of the box. It hardly takes a scientist or even a super sleuth to work out there is a problem with so many visible fundamental flaws. However, I don't think there is an alternative ending to the Brexit story available. Inspector Gap, arrest that man. Righto. Oi, Sonny, you're nicked. What? You were lucky I was on this train taking my annual holiday to Unicorn Kingdom with the family so I could assist you, Poirot. Indeed, Inspector. It was most fortunate. Now, arrest him. Nine, you fools! You had this all wrong! It was a misunderstanding! My servant Igor made me do it! Oh, come on, sir. Pull the other one. Really, sir? To think an academic such as yourself would think to fool Hercule Poirot with such a ridiculous story as the butler did it. Take him away, Inspector. Come along, Professor. Let's not have any trouble. Igor, do something! Um, excuse me, sir, but how did you know it was him? Well, he listens to the clues that were available for all to access. He listened to the three seasons of The Strange Mole Show and found one constant throughout all of the chaos. Monsieur Professor Schrodinger. And so... Jacques, monsieur. It's a lie! It's a lie, I tell you! Uh, so, what happens to me, Mr. Poirot? You? Why, Agor, mon ami? You are free to go, of course. It is clear from these gruesome surroundings you have been forced to work for this man. You have been, as they say, stitched up. Uh, well, that's certainly true. Agor! You have been given no capacity to grow. Even my hands were hand-me-downs. Therefore, Poirot releases you from these bonds, and you can take back the control of your life. Oh, well, I suppose somebody had to find a benefit. Igor! 
You must help me! Would you mind if I said goodbye to him, Inspector? Make it quick. I'm still supposed to be on holiday, you know. Thank you. <coughs> Professor Throdinger, sir, there comes a time in every Igor's life when he has to move on from a master. Sometimes it's to escape the mob with the pitchforks and the torches, and sometimes the lightning takes care of matters for itself. We've tried everything you can think of to correct the Brexit event horizon, to make it work, and, well, everything is just as bad everywhere, all at once, as it ever was. Your promised technical solutions never materialised. Please, old friend, I won't survive in prison. Nonsense, sir. It's obvious either the Tories or Labour will sell off the UK industrial prison complex in some sort of PFI-style deal in the next couple of years, and then, with all the new protest laws kicking in, you'll have a nice group of vicars and students to keep you company. You'll regret this! You need me more than I need you! Apparently not, sir. Goodbye, Professor. I'll get you for this, Igor. They won't be able to keep me in a box. I'll be back. I made you, and I can break you just as easily. I will have my revenge. Revenge! I say, Poirot, what an awful chap. So, is that it? Is the UK safe once more? Alas, Hastings, I think not. All we have really established is that the weapon used was a poison of the mind. Well, what's the antidote, man? Who is to know, mon ami? Maybe it will be, as you say, a blip on the landscape. And if so, let us hope during this strange vacation, some will have received their awareness vaccination. Well, I know I need something medicinal. Let's get back to the bar. Indeed. Bottoms up, everyone. The Strange Mole Show is written by the Holy Mole and performed alongside Chris Doc Strange and Chrissy Gregg. Additional musical material by Augusta Lees. Find back episodes at strangemole.co.uk. We go, Poirot, back to the bar. Indeed, Hastings. Maybe now we can relax for a while, eh? Ooh, I see, Poirot. Is that you? Good lord, Poirot. It's the king. I am indeed the great Hercule Poirot. It is an honor to see you again, your Annes. It's a stroke of luck, really. You see? One has rather a tricky mystery that one could uh, use guidance on from one such as yourself. There is no one more capable than Poirot to assist you, your highness. Uh, excellent. Then let me ask you this. Could you work out why the people hate me? Ah, um, 
You know what? I just remembered my detective license is no longer valid since the Brexit. And so, I um, must go. Um, oh, look, the carriage karaoke is about to begin. Perhaps we should discuss this another time, your highness. Eh? After your big win, we left the EU. Now you should understand it, cause this shit's on you. And Tories, I know the difference between up and down. Your Brexit ain't done nothing to level up one town. Got our own funny views. I got mine, but you got GB News. Just trust the logic, rejoin the EU. If we get our shit together, it should be so easy to do. So wake the fuck up and leave her Oh, we might as well say goodbye Why good's a Tory rap If we carry on with the 